you got to question everything. I mean, I'm not saying you have to debunk everything or try to argue everything, but you have to question everything at this point. That's it. Welcome to the common sense theory, baby. Common sense, that's all we ask. Let's go! Okay. I hope everybody had a good Memorial Day weekend. Um... The thing that I want to focus on today's podcast is a couple things that I think tie into each other. But first off, the bullying in schools. Um, and what triggered this is I watched this Netflix documentary called Bully that absolutely infuriated me. I was like jumping out of my chair, not being able to figure out how I had to handle this. And I, I dealt with bullying as a kid. Everybody does. But the level that it's at these days is you know, tenfold because of the way they can do it through Snapchat and TikTok and they're making videos of their other people, sending them to groups, trying to humiliate people. Um, but also just accountability. Like nobody's taking accountability for what's going on with these kids, even when they meet in school. And I'm just going to start this off with a recording I took out of this documentary because um, it's this principle and how she handles this kid who's been bullied his entire life because for some reason he's, you know, he's a little different. And, but there's a kid who picks on him and goes after him. And this is how the principal handles it with him. Hey, hands. Cole. Cole. What? You are not going anywhere. He is offering his hand and let this drop. You may go. Cole, I expected more. Because he criticizes me every single day. Then why are you around him? I don't. He comes to me. I try and get away from him. He follows me. Okay. And he criticizes me, calling me, calling me a P-U-S-S-Y. Okay, honey, that's not right. He shouldn't do that. I don't even know But why. you know what? He was trying to say he was sorry. He already did and he didn't mean it. You know what? You didn't mean it when you stuck out your hand out either. So that means you're just like him, right? What you don't like in him, you people. By not shaking his hand, you're just like him. Like someone who pushes you into walls, threatens to break your arm, threatens to stab you and kill you. He he apologized. And have you reported all that sort of stuff? Yes. Okay, then it's been they taken told, care of. And all of them said, even the cops said, told him to stay away from me. Okay. And he doesn't. All right. Can you try to get along? Yeah. So, really? That's, um, that's the person that's supposed to be protecting him from this kid who beats the shit out of him basically every day. That's the way that she handled it. She's an administrator. She's the principal of this school. And her answer is... If you don't accept his apology, you're just like him. Can't you try to get along? And then he says, I, I've talked to people. I've talked to the police. I have complained. And she goes, okay, well, then it's taken care of. I mean, what kind of fucking leadership is that? I, you know, it's the te- if it's the teacher's union that this bitch still has a job, that's fucking disgusting. And if this is what's going on across the country in terms of how this is being handled... There needs to be a, a revolution on this because this poor kid is obviously being victimized daily. And then this fucking lady victimizes him again. It's disgusting. It pisses me off beyond belief. And she should be fired and p- prosecuted, period.
I mean, that's bullshit. She, that's bullying. And she's trying to come up with something. Anyway, later on in the, in the, in the film, she's got the parents in there too. <clears throat> and she's interviewing, interviewing the parents and basically sits there like a statue while the mom complains. And she just keeps going, yeah, well, we're doing what we can. And she's like, well, can we switch him to a different bus? Because there's video of this kid just getting his ass beat on the bus. His head's getting slammed into the seat in front of him. The bus driver's got no accountability, doesn't do shit. Back when I was in school, if we fought on the bus, the bus driver would slam the brakes on, pull over, and come back. And he was a scary-looking dude. And he put us straight. Like in this video, there's, it's like a young girl driving the bus and she's not doing jack shit. She, you see her looking in the rearview mirror. She sees what's going on. Now, I don't know if that's, again, if that's unions that are saying, don't do anything. It's not your responsibility. We don't have, you know, we don't want the insurance so that in case you get involved or whatever, but something needs to change now. And there's nobody that's taking accountability. And this woman puts herself on film. She probably thinks she looks fucking genius and that it's, you know, a great acting job by her. It's disgusting. She's a fucking embarrassment. So we need to start taking accountability and holding the adults accountable for what's happening with these kids. Because until that happens, nothing's going to change. And like in my school district, we went, there was this guy, I won't say his name, but he was superintendent for years. He didn't do jack shit. He padded his own pockets. He made a ridiculous salary. We, I even went to some of the district meetings. He wouldn't answer any questions. He just kind of would say, yeah, that, that, we'll shelve that till next time. Like this guy did nothing for anybody and made like 300 grand a year, had two houses. Like he finally, after the teachers got pissed off enough and somebody thankfully like headed up a legis you know some kind of thing against him he finally was forced to retire but i think it was it literally took like they got a private investigator to dig up some of the shit that he was doing and if he hadn't retired he would have been prosecuted and put in prison so i know it takes a lot it takes one person to jump over the line but we need to start doing this more because it's a disgrace what this woman was doing in terms of trying to protect this child and i guarantee you what happens is it gets worse because he's now he's, you know, he ratted on the kid and it's on video and, you know, it's just not happening. If I was that parent, I mean, I'd be squaring off with the dad. So, and that's not the right way to handle things, but that's how I grew up. And I guarantee you that that kid wouldn't be bullying that kid anymore. Um, I mean, again, not that that's the answer. I know it's not. Violence is never the answer. Um, but, you know, these kids, the, the bullies are always usually the most insecure ones. They're probably having problems at home. Their parents probably bullying them, and they're mimicking the behavior that's happening at their house. However, we need to stop it. We can't just call this systemic, and, and it's, there's nothing we can do about it. It's not, you know. One of the things that I wanted to mention is what, there, there was a study done, and I, I'm not sure about the specifics. I tried to find it. Um, but I read years ago, and it was when I first started parenting. It might have been a book I read. But they did a study about what the one, there was one common denominator that kept kids going up the right, on the right road. Basically, that meant they didn't end up um, getting in trouble, being criminals, ending up in jail, being drug addicts. And they kind of took the right road, right path down life. And the one common denominator with, like, similar like families was that they all had consistent 
dinners at a dinner table with their family. That's it. That was the one commonality. And that struck me pretty hard. And I know that it probably isn't, you know, as simple as that, but I think just being present with your kids is so important because some, sometimes people can't have dinners with their family. I understand that. Some people are working, some people don't have the time, but when that's a study done, I think it was like 10,000 kids. Um, that's an important stat. So I do everything I can to have as many dinners as I can at the dinner table with my family because I just think that's really important. And I went through bullying as a kid and my kids went through it at one point and I ended up, you know, they ended up getting in trouble because they fought back, but then it ended. I mean, you got to fight back, but these kids, some of these kids aren't in a situation where they even can fight back. Like this kid in the movie, he I mean, he's half the size of the other kid that's bullying him. It's like, you know, it's just not like there needs to be parental accountability. So instead of the parents of the bullied kid, why aren't, why isn't the bully's parents in there? I want to see what they have to say. You know, what, what are you doing at home? Are you, are you encouraging this? Are you, what are you, why the fuck is this kid beating the shit out of this kid every day? Why is your kid beating the shit out of that kid every day? Why don't you answer me that in front of camera? Like we're looking down the wrong pipes. Why are we so worried with the family that the kid's getting bullied? I just think accountability for everything. And everybody's so scared of it because they don't want to take it because they're so scared of their job and their unions and keeping their job. This All this woman gave a shit about was keeping her job. She didn't care about fucking protecting this kid. And that's a problem. That's systemic, is that this whole system is fucking set up so that people keep their jobs. It's the, the whole unionization, all that bullshit. It's gone too far now because now you're so cushed and keeping your job. Look at the pandemic. Teachers fought and fought and fought not to come back. Not because fucking they were worried about COVID. Most of the teachers around here were like 35 and the kids are young. Nobody's like, because they were sitting on their ass drinking wine, collecting a full paycheck. Why, why can't we just say, look, you don't come to work, you don't get paid? Because the unions? Well, let's fight the unions then. Because more and more of this stuff is starting to happen because of the pandemic and also because kids were held out. It's like they've, the introverts are even more introverted. So I feel like this is going to get worse. And the way that they can bully is worse. They can take videos. They can send these Snapchats around. I mean, I just, it's, you know. And then let's go into social services. I was just watched and I'm going to, again, I watched this Netflix thing on Gabriel Fernandez. Everybody remember that? But the case of the kid who was basically tortured to death at age seven or age eight. I mean, social services went out to his house 70 times and he was, wasn't taken away. <laughs> I mean, and he only lived with the parents for eight months. He had been kind of bounced around from his grandparents to his uncle to whatever. But um, that's a problem. I mean, what, what are you doing? The kid had cigarette burns in his head ligature marks on his ankles and you didn't take him. And I know in California, yeah, well, the main purpose is for this, us to keep the child with the fuck, with the family. Well, then we need to change shit when there's obvious torture happening. And then there's other cases in other counties where if a kid gets spanked once, you know, they take the kid away from the single mom because she's so frustrated and, uh, you know, over her skis that she spanks the kid. Oh, that's abuse. You're out. Like there's a problem with these fucking systems that needs to be flipped upside down on its ass 
and the people are going to protect it from not happening because they're making $250 a year, they're driving company cars so they don't have to pay for gas or their car, which I know I have seen. Why are we still giving, why, why are we, why is the government still paying for company cars, by the way? So you can get to and from work? Fuck you. Everybody has to get to and from work. Why are my tax dollars paying for you to have a fucking car when you're not even doing your job? Anyway, I guess the, the, the basics to this is I feel like if we start holding the parents accountable, this is the way we can change it. Or by voting out certain people in school districts. Like in my school district, we couldn't vote out the guy. He was there for 15 years. I think I already talked about it. It's like we need to figure out a new system that can protect the kids, period. And nobody's really worried about that, it seems like, except for the parents who kids, whose kids either die, kill themselves, or are bullied consistently. And that's got to change. There's got to be more people behind this. And we've got to figure out a system for the kids who are bullies. Why, why aren't we, you know, they get suspended. They fucking love that because in general, it's the parents. It's parents, man. And we need to hold them more accountable. And I don't know why we're not. So... Um, I think when we vote for our city council members and for people who are, can maybe take control and help and start making change in these, really pay attention to who you vote for. Don't just vote down your blue line or your red line. Like, read about, follow up. Voting is really important, more so now than ever. And we need to really look at the candidates we're voting for, try to get in who we want. Because... The legislation right now, and COVID exacerbated everything, the power grab, the money grab, all, all the stuff that's going on, education change. I mean, the, the school that my kids went to, I think at the time that they went there, it had like 700 kids, seven 800 kids. And because of COVID restrictions, restrictions, they're down to, I think, less than 400 because um, everybody bounced and went to private school or changed schools because... All the teachers at this particular school fought to not go back in the classrooms so that the kids could get tormented at home and be on Zoom. And, um, you know, I'm sure we all experienced that. Teachers weren't even trained to be on Zoom. Half of them never even showed up. And when they did, it was like a, it looked like a romper room session of chaos. So um, everybody watch this documentary, Bully, because it'll, it'll pull your heartstrings. And if it doesn't, it, you know, it will. And I think we need to try to help these kids more than we think because, and we need to also work on the other side. Like these, I've seen the systematic bullying and how they work too. They're, they're very manipulative. They're usually insecure. They get other kids to do a lot of their dirty work. And we need to have that change. We need to, we need to really dig at the root instead of just going by the book. Like my last school administrator, my son got in trouble Kid pushed him twice. He punched the kid in the face, knocked him down. The kid started crying like a baby. My son got detention. The kid who pushed him twice after my son said, don't push me again or I'm going to fight back. Nothing happened because that's the rules because he used a closed fist. Well, in the rules of the world, uh, a physical altercation, whoever starts the violence, which includes pushing, you can defend yourself by any means necessary. So as children, why, aren't, why, why are the rules different? And why aren't the parents accountable? 
Like, why, why didn't I meet up with those parents of the kid who pushed my kid twice? Why was I just brought in to talk about my son? And the principal told me, your son got suspended because he was the one who hit him with a closed fist, which is much different than pushing. And I told the principal straight to his face, you know what I did? I took him out to ice cream. And if he does it, it happens again, I'm going to do it again. And I tell him he'll react the exact same way because this isn't a pushing contest. You enter my space and I'm fucking punching you in the mouth. That's it. And he said, I'm sorry, that's not the right. And I said, you don't tell me what's right or wrong. Your system is wrong. I'm right. And I took my kid for ice cream and I'd do it again tomorrow. So we have a problem with how these administrators and these laws that they have to follow. And I understand it's all based on insurance claims and, you know, the school doesn't want to get sued. But we need to turn this whole ship fucking upside down, empty it out and flip it back over and start over. Legislation, schools, I mean, bullying. We need to take a long, hard look at this. Kids are committing suicide because of the way they're being treated at schools and people aren't paying attention. And at home. Social services. What is happening? Why is there? Why is suicides triple, quadrupled, quintupled? Like, what the fuck? Why aren't we looking at this? Why isn't there? Why isn't there a government program to look into themselves? Yeah, well, we know why. Because they don't want to. Nobody ever wants to look in the mirror and take accountability for the shit they're doing. They just want to drive their Mercedes, have their little McMansion, and wear their fucking monkey suits to work and call it a day and make sure everything's pleasant for them. Well, I don't know, man. I think um, the more people that talk about it, the more people that, you know, and I'm saying be peaceful in your protests, be peaceful in how we take care of this by voting and trying to make a change, writing letters, exposing these frauds who think that they're trying to, you know, they just want to keep their job. That, that principle is an embarrassment to me. She should be locked up for the way she treated that situation. And we need to start exposing the fucking frauds because they're everywhere and they're protecting each other so um good talk see you soon